Hey, y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and I wanted to do a quick episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears for the last 307 episodes as of today, for the last six and a half years as of today, and I hella appreciate that. It has been amazing. It has been amazing finishing up this energetic Q4 and just really getting clear about a lot of great things. God be guiding in the most beautiful way. Shout out to God. God be working. Um, and I love it. I love to see that um, my prayers are answered. I love to see that I'm not alone. I love to feel that I'm being heard. I love to see the signs and the confirmations. God be guiding. Okay. So I want to talk about today's episode. And before we do that, if you're listening on your phone and you haven't left a review yet, go ahead and leave a review for your girl. If you've already left the review, thank you, boo friend. Have you signed up for my email list? You might want to click the link in my show notes to do so, okay? Sometimes these social media apps don't be apping like they're supposed to, okay? And as you can see, based on a lot of people's reach over the last few months, it's happening that way as these apps kind of figure out who um, who they want to be. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> I said it in love. I mean, I'm not getting off social media. Not 100%, but I definitely would like to um, talk to people off app. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what? So I want to talk about why people keep their relationships private. And because Valentine's Day just passed, I noticed that there was a lot of discussion about why people don't share their booze. Obviously, Valentine's Day is when people do a hard launch or a soft launch of their booze. And, you know, hard and soft launch is very subjective, and it also depends on the level in which they're sharing their booze. Hard launch is, we out here, we together, you see us, it is what it is. Soft launch might be like gifts they might have gave you, you know, a little hand, you know, if he got a tattoo on his hand, or she got a tattoo on her wrist or her fingers or something, you know, like a little something, you know, a little identifier, a little clue, but, you know, not really necessarily out like that. That's my version of soft and hard launch. And then there are some who don't pose nothing. And that doesn't mean they didn't have a Valentine's Day. It doesn't even mean that they don't have a boo. It just means that they just decided not to post. And I saw a lot of people that were just kind of worried <laughs> about why people don't post. And as somebody who was graduated from the Janet Jackson Institute of Privacy and Life Management, as a proud alum, I wanted to give my perspective as to why people like myself choose not to share. So... I saw some discourse that was rooted in, oh, these people don't share because they're scared. And for some, that can be true. I'm not judging anybody in that direction. If you want to share, good for you. If you want to share clues, good for you. If you want to um, keep it a secret because you're scared, who am I to tell you that you can't do that? But what I can say is that for us, it's not always about that. It's not always about being scared of what people are going to do. Because to be honest, like I said earlier in this episode, God be guiding. We might be images of God, but we're not more powerful than that God. So I'm not going to ever assign more power to somebody who's not God if we're on the same playing field as humans made in God's image, having a spirit experience or spirits having a human experience. Either way, we're not God. So it's not about being scared for people's energies or reaction. No, sometimes, excuse my language, ain't none of y'all damn business. 
That's that's really that's really what one good reason is. It really isn't nobody's business. If I want to share love from the mountaintops and things like that, I have the right to share that whenever I feel like it. And so do you. I don't have to do it for strangers. I don't ha- I just don't have to. Like if I want to do that, I I can, but it doesn't mean that I'm scared just because I I don't. And I think sometimes some of that stuff is reverse psychology to make people trick themselves out of their business. But that's a whole other conversation. But the main reason why I personally keep my relationships off app, um, there's two reasons. Well, I guess it ties into the same reason. I used to overshare until I realized that's not a good look for me. The reason why is because I started looking at social media like your home, right? That's your online home. That's where people can find you. They know how to reach you, right? And when I overshared, and I've seen this in many instances too with like social media stars and things like that. And I'll get to that in a moment too to, to clearly paint the picture. But when I would post things about my romance life and things like that, that's akin to me leaving my door open. You know where to find me. My door is open virtually. And since I'm telling you what's going on in my house, now you're a visitor here. You done been inside my house. You know what the drapes look like. You know I just moved from blinds to curtains. You know I got a green vase on the counter. You know there might be a man in here, might be a dog in here. My sister might be in the guest bedroom kicking it. You just don't know, you know, until you know. And once you know, you can never unknow. Once you know something, unless your memory is terrible, there's it's, it's rare, at least in my experience, that you forget things like that. So when it gets to a situation where you start changing things up, in this case, you and your person might have got a divorce. You and your person might have got, um, you might have broken off your engagement. You might have decided to take a break or maybe y'all are deciding to co-parent now. Because some people have been in your house, whether they're people that you know or not, it's a house full of people looking at every single detail of what you decide to share. And they're going to question you on it because at this point they feel like they're entitled to because we've allowed them in our house. Even if you try to set the boundary, sometimes it's harder to do, but it's difficult to do because at this point, it's like pushing somebody out who feels like they should be here. Because as far as they're concerned, this is our house. <laughs> you share this with us. We all, we familiar, even if you're not. Prime example. Now, social media stars are interesting because ultimately their life story is, you know, broadcasted on television, streaming services for a fee. So essentially, you know, people pay or companies or what have you networks pay for their life story and that's how we get to know these people and sometimes some folks especially the ones that are moms they share their kids and that makes complete sense because there's a lot of mothers who are proud of their children who love being a mom who love you know just proud of being a mom as well you know doing their thing and they want to share that and it's all fun and games until for whatever reason whether it's a boundary or something else they stop posting their kids And then it turns into, you know, more postings of, you know, things with their friends or club bookings and things like that. Then the comments will start saying, well, what happened to your kids? You don't post your kids. Go be a mom. You're not a mom. Go be a mom. And it's just like, wow, y'all would have never felt that comfortable saying that. I mean, now there are some trolls. Trolls are different. But there are some people who really genuinely feel like this social media stuff makes them entitled to not only know people's business when we share it but then to even ask them what's going on 
And to be honest, they would never be able to ask if they never knew to begin with. So I'm not saying to hide your kids, okay? Some people do, but I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that some people, you know, that's what happens when we let people in our house. When we share certain parts of our life, they get to either look through the window and wonder what's inside or they get to look out from inside the apartment and tell you what's going on <laughs> or, t- <laughs> or you know, tell you, you know what, you probably should get this window fixed. You know, like it's just, it's too comfortable. Sometimes it just gets too comfortable. Now, another reason, um, I guess that is two reasons, but my main reason is that I hold things sacred. People like to put sacredness into a box and they always like to make it about, and some people, not all, but some people like to put sacredness and that whole concept into the box of just strictly religious and or spiritual things, prayers, rituals, um, journals, affirmations, manifestations, candles, altars, the whole nine. And for me, because spiritual homegirl was always about spirit having human experience, humans having the spirit experience, running alongside each other, being on the equal value scale, not one ever being better than the other, as well as finding practical, non quote unquote spooky ways to get in touch with your your spiritual self. Sacredness can be as simple as keeping your romance off of the Internet. You know, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. It's only secret to people that want to know. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. There's a difference between privacy and secrecy. It's only a secret to those who want to know who shouldn't know. But when it comes to privacy, you know, y'all have y'all's own terms. Sometimes people are out in public and, you know, people know. Like. For me, I was, I'm like that. I don't hide anybody. It's just, you know, if you catch me out, you catch me out. I might confirm, I might not, but we out. We're not hiding it. And I've, all, and I've been that way for many, many years, like a very long time. And it's because I hold romance in my love relationships like that sacred. I hold other things sacred too, but the topic is about romance. The way I look at it is, and again, this is not in a judgmental way and it's not towards anybody because I know somebody going to feel away because I notice when I say certain things about <laughs> it never fails. Anytime I've ever said anything about how I do things, it triggers people because not all people, but just like one or two, because they will feel like my, I guess, affirmation in how I operate and my unwillingness to to change at this stage in the game because I've been through enough life to know better what works for me. They'll take it as if it's an attack on them because they're doing the opposite of what I'm doing. So please don't take it that way. But the way I look at it is my romance, my love life, whoever I'm with, that is so divinely, passionately pure and powerful. The world don't need to get no parts of that. That's for me and him, period. That connection, that energy, that synergy, that is like lightning in a bottle. And I don't want to release that lightning to go to the sky. It's not for everybody to marvel at. It's not for everybody to experience and partake in. That's an experience and an energy that I only want to experience with that person. It's a different kind of energy. And again, you can disagree. That's fine. Um, but for me, I love the energy of knowing that what's for me truly is for me on my own terms without having to share it with the world, without somebody needing to approve it, without somebody needing like they feel they got to know. Like with, even if I'm single, it's still sacred to me. My private life is just sacred in general. Again, when it comes to romance, though, that love is so sacred again because God be guiding. 
Some things are just not for everybody. Some things, some blessings are just meant for me to enjoy fully, thoroughly, in its totality, inside out, the lusciousness of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's for me. And maybe it's the Aries in me, but I don't want to share that with nobody. <laughs> you know, like, that's for me. You know, I can share this, but I'm not going to share this. It's not about sharing him. It's just the energy of how that love is is shared, like, that bond. Like, that's me. Like, that's that's us. And even with certain homegirls, even with family members, I'm like that in general with a lot of people, but especially with romance. Um, some things I just don't want to share with the world. Because, I mean, again, it's nobody's business, number one. I like the sacredness of the energy that I have with these people because they're amazing. And the energy that we have is just not for everybody to experience, even if indirectly. I just don't I just don't feel like it. Again, like I said, catch me on public. It is what it is. But in terms of just millions of people, because let's keep this a stack. Let me go into a little sidebar. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Social media is an energy exchange, whether we realize it or not, to spend your energy our energy, because I'm never above my own advice, to spend our energy scrolling, scrolling, tapping, even if it's something we're half interested in, we're giving that our energy. That's a, that's a currency exchange. They're getting something from us. Even if we hate watch something, they're still getting some energy from us. And we're getting something from them, whether we know them or not. And because social media is such a melting pot of different things. And technically, you can't control your feed. You can try to curate your algorithm as best as possible. But as long as they keep putting in advertisements and putting in things that they think you like, even if you may not like it, you're going to see my ads in there soon. Just, just a heads up. Uh, it's about that time. But, um, you know, you can't control your feed 100%. Even on a private account, you can't do that. So since there's not a 100% chance that your feed can be controlled in terms of what you can see, because even your, your loved ones will post something, you know, that you don't want to see sensitive content, things on fire, dog, animal cruelty, police brutality, you know, fight videos, whatever it is that you might not want to see. You can't control what they post either, even if you do fool with them on a cool level like that. So it's like. Knowing that these things are energy exchanges, knowing that I don't know the energy frequencies of and, and intentions of people who um, who are on these apps, I just don't want to um, invite that energy. It's not about being scared. I just don't want it. I don't want to engage with every single person on the internet. I don't. I have no desire to do that because, again, I don't know who sent them folks. I don't know what their intentions are. I don't know if people just want to talk for the sake of arguing, trolling. At this point, it's less. It's never been about being scared because, like I said, people ain't God. But it's it's really more about my energy. Don't have to. I don't have to engage with every single thing that calls me. Like you know how your granny used to say, your mom used to say, you don't have to call or you don't have to answer to anyone, everyone that calls your name. You don't have to answer to any and everyone that calls your name. It's the same thing on social media. I don't have to do that if I don't want to um that's why I don't really I mean I have different limitations on my social media I don't know if y'all notice like my Twitter's locked my Instagram that's only only people that follow me can comment like I have very very good strong firm social media boundaries and I wasn't always that way but it's it's tight it's real tight like a corset this time around um as I've gotten older and over the years especially with spiritual homegirl these are the best my boundaries have been. It's been this way for the last eh, four years or so. And 
if I'm this way online, then me being private and those like myself who are private, that's pretty on brand. We just aren't, it's just not into like random energy exchanges that may not be from the best place. It's just about avoiding what is not meant for me and preserving and cherishing and maintaining and nurturing what's meant for me. So that's one reason why we don't share. And that's the main reason why I don't really share much of my private life as well as anything is people going to speculate anyway. So that's the cold part. So my last point, people are going to speculate whether you post or not. People are going to misinterpret your truth and spit it back at you, even if you're as clear as the sky is blue. And it's just like, if you're, you're going to talk whether you know or not. So talk because you, you don't know. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I don't want to get nobody no confirmation. I don't want nobody to feel like, like, I think one person was like, if y'all ain't scared, post y'all boo. What? That is the easiest fish for information. Like, I get it. Some things are fun in nature, and that's okay. I'm not talking about that. But then there are some that are like, if y'all ain't scared, it's that weird, like, you scared. It's that peer pressure. People feel like they have to share because of peer pressure. So I'm just saying, if you feel like that, stick to your your original game plan. Don't let no people trick you out of your business, like I said earlier. If you love being private, fine. If you're a private just because you don't want to buy your business, fine. If you or if you're private because there's a combination of reasons I mentioned earlier, or you have a, a um, sacredness that you hold with your romance and your relationship lives, that's cool. You have the right to do that. Like you know, but for those that are curious as to why people don't share, that, those are some good reasons why. So I wanted to give some different perspectives today. It's never too late to change your boundaries. It's never too late to you know. Close certain doors, open certain doors. Some of y'all might be private and feel like sharing. Good for you, boo. Congratulations. I just don't like people judging when it comes to that. Out of all things to judge, we're going to judge how people manage their personal lives. If you out here dating other people and you lying and stuff like that, then okay, you're going to get what you get because of that. But I just saw a lot of unnecessary shaming in either direction for people who shared, overshared, or people who didn't want to share. And it's just like, who cares? You know, let people live their lives, but at least get some perspective before you judge. And even if you do get the perspective and judge, people ain't going to care. But I just wanted to share my point because I said I was going to do this on Tuesday. So with that being said, y'all, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Don't forget to sign up for the email list through my show notes. And remember, boo friend, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do with love, even if it's keeping your private life on lock. Okay, love y'all. Peace.